that you grumble more or that you have gratitude more often? At speaking events, you will find me lugging around a small and large bottle of the Joy brand dishwashing detergent. And I will say, do you have a little joy or a lot of joy? I love the smell of this dishwashing detergent. It smells like fresh lemons. It's still on the market but it's not one of the popular brands that's out there. What if you never had to refill your cup of coffee, water, or soda? Wouldn't that be fabulous? What is your favorite drink and flavor addition? I love Diet Coke, and if there's Diet Cherry, I really like that to be added to my drink. Just like with our drinks, life has its ups and downs. We get empty and we need a refill or refuel. But we are talking about happiness when we talk about refilling or refueling. We can get up and down very quickly in life just with simple little things that happen. But joy is always there when we have Jesus in our lives. The way we refuel is by spending time in God's Word and talking with Him. I have an accounting degree and own my own business, and I provide bookkeeping services for small businesses. As accountants, everything needs to equal the debits and the credits. We may use addition and subtraction to get an entry to balance. But with Jesus, there is nothing to add or subtract. Sometimes you will find me sign my joy box journals with Jesus equals joy. That's the best equation that I know. I not only want to be filled with joy, but I want to overflow in my life and into the lives of others. Jesus said in John 7, 37b through 38, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Are you running after God each day? Just like we have to have air and water for our bodies, Jesus is our life support for our souls. Psalms 42.1 says, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. Without him, we cannot live the joy-filled life that he has waiting for us. God provided for the Israelites when they were in the desert, but they grumbled against Moses and Aaron. In Exodus 16, 4 through 8, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. 
The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. Remember that where it says, see if they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring in, and that is to be twice as much as they gather on the other days. And then in verse 6, it says, So Moses and Aaron said to the Israelites, In the evening you will know that it was the Lord who brought you out of Egypt. And in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we that you should grumble against us? Moses also said, You will know that it was the Lord when he gives you meat to eat in the evening and all the bread you want in the morning, because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we? You are not grumbling against us, but against the Lord. You know, I don't want to be found grumbling against the Lord I want to be in a state of gratitude for what the Lord has done in my life. And then in the same passage, verses 13 through 16, it says, That evening quail came and covered the camp. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frost on the ground appeared on the desert floor. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Everyone to, is to gather as much as they need. Take an omer for each person you have in your tent. And then verse 18 says, And when they measured it by the omer, the one who gathered much did not have too much, and the one who gathered little did not have too little. Everyone had gathered just as much as they needed. So I began to look into wor this word omer. What is an omer? Well, it is an Israelite unit of dry measure. It's used in the Bible as an ancient unit of measure for grains and dry commodities. The word omer is sometimes translated as sheaf, and specifically an amount of grain large enough to require bundling. So when it's said in the Bible that each person was to grab an omer for each person in their tent. That was implying that each person could eat an omer of manna each day. Now, in verses 19 through 20, then Moses said to them, no one is to keep any of it until morning. And then in verse 20, it says, However, some of them paid no attention to Moses, and they kept part of it until morning. But guess what? It was full of maggots and began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. 
Now, we may say, we would never do that. We would never go against the instructions that God has given us. But do we? When things are going well, we don't talk to God as much as when things are going rough. We tend to grumble and complain if something doesn't go our way. We often ask for things that are more wants than needs. Do we spend most of our time in life collecting things or collecting treasures for heaven? Are we more focused on what is in it for me or what can we do for God? Psalm 63, 1 through 5 says, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. I want to be the one who is satisfied. I want to be the one who is content. I want to be the one that is using and singing with my lips the praises of gratitude for all that Jesus has done for me. What are three things that you're thankful for? I want you to think about those And I want you to be specific. I don't want you to say, oh, my house and my family. That's very generic. I want you to be specific. Take a minute or two to think about it. Well, here is what I chose to share with you all today. I am thankful and grateful to see how Jesus allows me to see things in the Bible when I least expect it. I am grateful for Jesus providing for me, and I am thankful for the medicine that people have invented that help me along my journey to be able to live a better life. Are you grumbling today? Or are you full of gratitude? Maybe you will change your perspective today and be full of gratitude. Be on the lookout for joy.